I sound tinny when I come to your house. Is that is it is your voice or is that the, my equipment? My voice blaming? is tinny. Is that what you're saying? I'm not. A, I don't know. Well, my voice is croaky today. Like I, I struggled this morning on the Today Show. I like I literally croaky. had to clear my clear my throat. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Just kind of. Did you have a glass of water nearby, <coughs> mate, or what did you do? Not at the time. So no, I was a bit stuffed there. And it's not like you drank a coffee or anything earlier. But I've had, that, that can give you a bit of a rough. Can throat. it really? I sound That's tinny. what I, I does so it to me. Anyway. Apologies if you can detect when we're in the tech guide tinny. studio and when we're <laughs> at the AFT. So the last thing that that's the, being used to describe sound in this room is tinny. Oh, all that's right, the last yeah. thing that that's been. <laughs> so said. now he's now he's officially offended. <laughs> no, well I can't account for your voice. You, if your voice you is tinny, that's your it's problem. It's not my voice. Do you, do you wear when you we come a, here? Do you, do you think do you think you've got a, a deep voice? No, you don't have you. No. My voice is deeper than yours, isn't it? Yes. Do I sound like I've got, I've got, a, I've got a more of a radio voice, don't you reckon? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what a hammering. You're more, the, gonna, like a, you're more like a, the colour voice. I'm going to change your voice <laughs> to high. No, so hang on. No, wait, no, wait, wait. No. I want to see what it sounds like. And soft. Okay, so now, now talk. I'm talking now. So yeah. what, has it changed it? The roadcaster controls. It's not doing much, let's be honest. Isn't that? But it, can't you only use those controls to suit the microphone you're using? It's not really. You can't change someone's no, voice. No, that's for the channel. No, no it's, really. It's, yeah, it's a standard thing in a in a good mixer. Okay. But so let me ask you this: So post COVID, now that we just wear the same headsets and we don't give a rat's anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember when, remember when <laughs> no, we were? I know which headsets which. So yeah, that's what yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. I keep. I keep them. I, I do know which headset. I is think which. it's this headset. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to bring my own next so time. Well, yeah. You could have today, but you didn't, eh? Oh, sorry. You know, well, I assumed well, that I'd be well, well equipped here. Of course. And then we'd see it's here. With a tinny friggin' microphone. Look, is, could it be? See where the mic is there? Is it? Could it be the micro? Because the microphone's dual-sided, I, eh? I did that. No, it's not. But I did that once once before we sat here, and I, I tried to work out what it was, and just, yeah, not good. Anyway, okay. everyone listening is going, mate, it sounds fine it to sounds me. sounds fine to me. Or Trevor's, thinking, Trevor's geez, squeaky geez, voice is normal. Trevor is sounds right? tinny, and Steve sounds normal. <laughs> Steve sounds like James L. Jones and Trevor sounds like James L. Like, Jones. Like Give yourself Herman. a rap. There's a bloke on That's TikTok Darth Vader. that does That's really Darth good. Vader's voice. Oh, no, really? Darth Vader, yeah. I didn't know that. He was also in uh, America, Coming to America. But he didn't play the I watched, role. I watched the, the voice. I watched the sequel. Oh, um, Coming was it rubbish? To America. Good, not great. Yeah. yeah. So had a solid act to follow, though. Have you seen the first one? Yeah, funny. It was years ago. Solid act to follow. I couldn't tell you but what happened. It was some, some laugh out loud moments, though. It was pretty good. So, yeah, there were... But James Earl Jones was in it, the voice of Darth Vader. He he plays um, the king of uh, Zumunda. Yeah, you've seen of the original one, so no, I, don't remember, I don't remember it. I don't remember it, but I'm it sure. was good, pretty good. Well, Stephen, I think we should get going because you're pretty keen to go on holidays. Like that's I am here tomorrow. That's what's happening here. First time on a plane for 13 months. It's I had to get my suitcase feeling. out from under the stairs. Have had, you to, got, have had to dust it off. Do you have a border declaration? Do you need one? No. To go to Queensland, you don't need it. You don't. I checked. Yeah, I checked. Yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't realize it was like two hours before I left. It. Stig said, "Mate, you got to need a border declaration." Yeah, no, in I, I, uh, I, ch- I, go- it. No, I googled it, it, and it actually said no border required. It said okay. it in the Google result search results. And um, oh, you trusted Google on that, did you? Yeah, you didn't actually just go to the Queensland Health Department. Well, that, that's what the link was for. The link. The link. Yeah, then you're, you're trusting a Google snick, but no. Well. I think we'll find out tomorrow if we need it, <laughs> tomorrow morning. There'll but be an already, article on Tech God about how rubbish Google snippets are. Well, I'll tell you the funny thing. I logged into the Qantas, my Qantas account. Yeah. And to, it said, who, print, who are you? To print out my boarding passes and that. A, it never knew I was going away. I had to put in the, the booking reference and it popped up. 
And then I get an email saying, unusual activity on your Qantas account. <laughs> I think, what? So I said, had to enter. A, I said, yeah, this is me. And then it sent me a code and everything. And, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, the, thinking, the, who is this person? Has the, it been on? I haven't been on that account for a year. Yeah. Haven't looked at my, the, haven't checked my points. You no. know, normally when normally when we were traveling, yeah, we're like always normal, checking the status. I'm see checking where you're to at. make sure that my latest points were on there, and yeah, and yeah. it was all good. And how many points I got left to go platinum again? And but mate, have, haven't done mate, it. I, so I went, foreign now. I, so I went to the airport on on Thursday, and because the Virgin Lounge is kind of you know the, everything scaled back at Sydney Airport, the premium yeah. entry is not open. Ooh. So you can normally you can go in from the curbside straight into the lounge. They've got their own ah, security yeah, and everything. Right, right. So, I mean, this is the most, um, you know, first world problem anyone's ever going to hear. And this, is, this is a... No a, premium entry, This is sorry. an audio grab. You've got to enter with the civilians. Wait, wait for it. This is an audio grab someone will steal. This, I've never walked through the standard security entrance at Sydney <laughs> Airport. <laughs> when you go with Virgin. Yeah, right. So, I'm queuing up going... <laughs> What? Poor Trev. Where are all these people? <laughs> was it like coming to America? They were putting the rose petals in front of you too, mate? No, nah, there was a bloke with a mask though. Because again, I forgot. Like, luckily, I oh, yeah, stick reminded me. Your mask. I reminded you about the mask the night before. Was it you that reminded me? Yeah, I reminded you. Yeah, well, yeah, whoever said, oh, reminded me, I went, oh, better, crap. oh, great. Yeah, better take that. Yeah. I got mine packed away. Oh, but they were handing them out. Oh, okay. So, that was you. Did it have Virgin logo on it, mate? No, no, because it's Virgin plain, Jetstar. It's everything plain, on the side. You know? Okay, that's right. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Man. I was in the um, security with Jetstar people. I mean, what is this? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> I'm hoping that they're going to say to me, if I don't get a welcome back, Mr. Fennick, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, I want a welcome back. Well, Someone's going to greet me to say, <laughs> welcome back. That's what I require. When I go to the lounge tomorrow. So the title I'll of check this, the lounges on the on there. The title of this episode is episode four seven seven tickling our egos or something, you know? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, the just, staff, I'm used to that kind of standard. Mate, the yeah. staff at the Virgin Lounge were wonderful because they walked yeah. like there was a couple of ladies walking around going, Hello, is everything all right? You good? Yeah. Like it was just really friendly. Because it's Masks tough, on, mate. Everyone has a no, mask on. Um, yeah, in the lounge you, mask you or don't no have mask? To wear a lounge. No, no, unless you're walk, uh, walking around, no. Right. Um but there's no counter service you can't just walk up and make yourself some breakfast or whatever it's all ah. pre-packaged pre-ordered really? you've got a like it's Is not a normal right? experience yeah okay no. well. now that may so it looks be, like it's cornflakes then for breakfast tomorrow no but that may be virgin because you know they went through the the ownership change and they, they might be just rolling up it okay. might be different at okay. i don't know I'll, it'll be interesting i will uh We'll be keeping an eye out for that one. But the anyway, lounge is definitely open. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, look, we're going to go and like spend spend some time and have some brekkie and then get on the plane and, yeah. All right. Up well, to the Goldie. Two blokes talking aviation. Two blokes talking <laughs> about frequent fly well, points they haven't but, used but, but in 12, you know years, 12 months. In all the times we travel, we're, we're used to a certain standard, eh? Like, because you're, you're Virgin, yeah. I'm Qantas... And you know, we, we when we travel, we we get you know early entry or you know premium boarding and yeah. all that kind of gear. So when it's not there, you notice that sort of stuff. <laughs> and so he's us. I don't get I don't get premium anything at home. I oh, of course not, of course not. But he's <laughs> us sort of getting back into that world slowly, and we're hoping it's the same as it every used now to be. and then at home. I I'll ask Siri to open the garage door so I can walk into the garage straight into my office at yeah. home, just so I can avoid the rest of the house. That's like that Virgin that? Premium Entry. <laughs> Instead of having to go through, does your wife prefer that? Instead of having to go through the front door, the lobby, the kitchen, and, and say, say hello, hello to your everyone, family, yeah. I can just walk straight oh, into come the man on. cave. <laughs> so you got Virgin Premium boarding at home as yeah. well. That's great. All right, let's do the show. <laughs>
Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. That'll sound seamless to the people at home. Absolutely, yeah. Good <laughs> but actually, I'll have to send you two files now, not one. Well, Is I, that st- right? I don't know how I stuff that up. I've never... Okay. Anyway, didn't need to mention that. But anyway, episode 477 of Two Blokes Talking Tech with Stephen Fennec, Trevor Long. Thanks to the good people at Arlo and Netgear, and we'll tell you about them shortly. Great companies, great products, great support of this show and we appreciate their support but Stephen it is TV season is it ever with a difference though I've got to be honest like you think back three four years TV season meant that basically around this time March it was actually more like April but mm. you know it, it was in a week or two you could say here's what Samsung Hisense LG Sony what everyone's yep. got but once again Samsung are doing that whole eh, we're ready we're just going to tell everyone everything so they've released everything yep. LG's probably a and month they're away. in store already yeah L- LG's yeah. probably a month away Hisense have only brought out a, an 8K that we know about we don't know yep. the pricing of anything else so while it's TV season we can only really deep dive today into the Samsung range yeah. which is useful though because it's also unbelievable some, we could talk about trends because yeah we did we did hear a lot of all about it at CES that's right but I think a big factor here is uh is just uh, getting stock into the country. Oh, massive! That's a real challenge for. And I remember at the at the Samsung, at the Samsung dinner last week at, at Crown, mm. uh, I was. I remember talking to them about that, the, the, about how their the, their logistics are, are working, and they, yeah. they they said, "Oh, look, it took a lot of work, but we're, they were confident they're going to have enough stock in the country to meet demand because that was a problem. I think before Christmas, where if you tried to buy a TV before Christmas, it was it was very hard. Some brands had had difficulty yeah. bringing stock into the country. Well, I hope they've got stock of the because uh, of COVID <coughs> Neo QLED 8K 85 inch QN900A. Yeah, which is thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. You haven't seen? I've. If you seen it? No. In the, I saw this in the flesh. Eight K, eighty five inch, <coughs> and probably the best TV picture I've ever seen in my life. Now I saw this. I've seen the seventy five because we played yeah. with it this morning on the Today Show. Um, and here's my initial reactions through like literally five minutes. Mm. Brightness out of this world. Really. Um, color contrast and blacks. Like I've never seen before on an yeah. LED, and the detail is just <coughs> incredible detail in it. You know, yeah. um, very nice. It's it's a beautiful. And see, for me, it's the it's it's the evolution of last year's Q950 because it's the infinity frame. Like there's mm. no border on this thing. It's a really nice TV from the side. They've done this really nice um, venting kind of speaker. That's air what the speakers system. are. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Amazing. Around the one, it's about one centimeter thick TV. And to be clear, it's one centimeter the whole way. Yeah. Whereas an OLED is unbelievably, you know, two millimeters, but it's only for fifty percent of it's the yeah. two millimeters, and down then the bottom it's a bit thicker, you know, yeah. a few centimeters. So yeah. it's actually on balance a thinner TV up against a wall. Yeah, it's a thinner TV. and it's got a very slim mount as well. They said that the yeah. mount mounts it like like a millimeter off the wall. It looks yeah. really flush. Yes, so that just adds to it as well. It's not sticking out from the wall too. And far. you know, I I I can say that like our Hisense eighty five that is wall mounted. Mate, the f- the actual physical screen of that would be eight to ten centimeters off the wall. Like really, that far? Yeah, because okay. you know, both the mount because it needs a big mount for an eighty-five inch TV. Big, doesn't it? big mount, and also the TV itself is three or four centimeters uh, thick, okay, right? right? So, right. but mate, yeah, never have I noticed yeah. it until gonna, until you're up yeah. close to it, like unplugging cords or cleaning or something. That's the yeah. only time you notice it. I so don't the, think it makes the a thing, massive difference. The thing that helps the the Samsung and uh, like the difference with the high sense is all your 
your all your inputs are up in the back of the TV, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. So that that you need space. So they've got that one connect, one connect. box, which is a so, really nice box this yeah, year. Yeah, it's sort of like, sort of like the size of like a DVD player, it's like a, a laptop it's size, bigger thing, hey? and thinner. Yeah. And it's got this kind of venting around the side. I think they've done a beautiful job. So that's on why they can flush mount it because all the all the inputs are yeah. in the other box. And also, um, when it's when the Samsung um, Neo QLED range is stand mounted, um, the One Connect box gently kind of clips onto the back of the stand so that it's it's neatly yeah. hidden away, but Smart. very well configured. Smart. And also, the one thing I noticed was that on the Q950 that you've got and I've got, um, it leans back a lot. But yeah. this year they, they stand up Yes, I've noticed that. So that was just – I was wondering that. So I've only ever seen them wall-mounted. Mm. So you, it the stands, one – So it stands straight. I don't want to say, you know, plum. It's close to plum. But not as, uh, not as angled as this no, year. No, we're as last near year's as one. angled as yeah, the last right, year. Okay, yeah, okay, that's interesting. But yeah. um, what do you think of the pricing? Um, for, like, if that's 14K recommended retail, that'll be cheaper actually, in store. But actually, like, yeah. that's an 8K, their top of the line. It's not – Yeah. You know. It's not outrageously expensive. Let's let's look at it this way: the cheapest 8K TV they've got is 65 inches at 55.99. Now, the Hisense 75 inch 8K is six six nine, so you know seven grand. I can't imagine the Hisense 65 inch wouldn't come in at close to 5500. So, I feel like these are actually yeah pretty darn good prices. Yeah, I think look, if what I like about this range is that they've got their it's the good, better, best and yep. even better range. Like yep. if you if you still wanted a Samsung eighty five inch T V, four K, not eight yep. K, it's three thousand three hundred and eighty nine bucks uh, for the and crystal UHD, which is I reckon's that's that's really reasonable. Yeah, but, but and, also, and too, if you want to go Q L E D I was just gonna yeah, say yeah. this is the number one thing. We haven't really mentioned this yet, but when we talk Neo Q L E D, both the eight K and this four K, right? There's about 10 models in total in the Neo QLED range, right? This is this mini LED concept that we talked about at CES, where in the space of, what is it, four centimetres, that little patch that we've all seen now, this little tiny bit of, um, you know, uh, circuit board has 10,000 LED lights on it in the space of a four centimetre square, whereas in the past you had these little um, amplifiers for the LED lights that were probably a centimetre squared mm, each. That's why it's thinner. The TV is a lot thinner, eh, it's, because it's, of that. Well, I, th- I think it's only a bit it's thinner contributes than, than the it. current, but yeah, yeah. it's really about this ability to create an OLED-like oh, lighting yeah. experience. The sheer amount of lights. So yeah. if you discount the fact that, let's say, Look, I can't afford that. I'll get that in a few years as that technology improves. QLED, which Samsung has been flagship. Still good. <laughs> you know, it's 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 their flagship range for the last yep. bloody five years. It you know starts at seventeen hundred for a fifty-five inch. There's an eighty-five for four six. Yeah, that that's that's still pretty good. That's a twenty twenty-one TV. I mean, and and all these TVs are going to have like solar solar cell remotes. Yep, eco packaging. Yeah, so. You're getting the latest and greatest. Yeah, you're not going to get the Neo, but still, you're getting a solid TV. I like that that they've done that, that they've given customers the opportunity. If they want to spend big and get the latest and greatest, all the bells and whistles, it's there. But there's also, look, not everyone's going to buy that $13,000 TV. My favourite part of the whole lineup. What's that? The uh, T5300 at $619. It's the only full HD TV full they've HD. got. 32-incher. <laughs> 32-inch. So you can buy a 2021 yeah. Samsung TV for $619. That's not bad, eh? Yeah. It's, it's shocking for a 32-incher, let's be honest. Yeah. 
<laughs> but but it's a Samsung. It's got all the, all the smarts of a Samsung. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a, it's a massive range, and this is the thing that Samsung I think have done here. I, I genuinely do think the prices are more aggressive than they have been in the past. I think that the range is so deep that you've got uh, LG coming into the market. They'll have new OLEDs, new Q N. What the hell are they calling it? Well, the who you talking about? LG's LG. Mini LED. Yeah, they're the uh, QNED, isn't it? QNED. I mean, yeah, just I think seriously. So. <laughs> a lot of Qs and Ns and Es and Ds and stuff. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. So that's Mini LED as well. That's right. So that, got that'll, a Mini LED. But, but see, OLED will be their premium, yeah. right, which will compete with Samsung's Neo. Yes. So LG's got a problem. Do they price their QNED at yeah. the 4K Neo QLED range, or do they price it at the top and put OLED still above Neo QLED. Will, will LG just maybe make their mini LED TVs 8K? Will it be just 8K? Don't well, know. They'll have 4K as well, I guess. They'll have to have 4K Yeah, well. they'll have both. Oh, well, uh, that's a good question. I, I think that OLED is still, like you said, still the flagship product. No doubt. And it does have now uh, improved brightness, and so, so the actual technology is improved. So I think there may even be... Two levels of OLED. There'll be the, uh, the, 8K 21, and the 4K, yeah. 21, 2021 OLED, just like they've got their Neo QLED and their normal QLED. They might have their Neo OLED, whatever they can call that, and their regular OLED. So there might be two classes just have, there. I think they'll just have 4K OLED and 8K OLED. Yep. And below the 4K OLED will be their QNED 4K. Yep. And above the 4K OLED will be their QNED 8K. Yep. And then the top will be the 8K OLED. But and then below that, they've got all their Super UHD or whatever yeah. the heck they're calling it, right? So just in terms of depth of range, that's mm. where this LG's is... LG's going to come out. They're going to come out fighting, I reckon. They're, they're going to have a solid lineup to compete against Samsung. But then, but then put Hisense there and say, yep. right, they're going to have their 8K. They're going to have their mini LED. Then they're going to have their ULED. There's going to be a lot of... Well, it's all, all ULED. They're going to have a lot as well, but probably not as many in total as, as Samsung. But it's, it's just such a, a goldmine for the retailers because it basically means that, look, how much money have you got to spend yeah. and how big do you want the TV to be? And we can find you models in every brand that are 2021 TVs yeah. to suit your budget and your size. Amazing. It's a good time to be buying TVs. It's, look, it's a and, great and, time. But the, the good thing, so we've, we've spoken about Samsung, spoken yep. about LG, Hisense. You know, we've still got Sony and all these other brands. TCL are coming yep. out with our – Sony and TCL have got Android TVs coming out. And I think they've. I think TCL have a mini LED version as well coming. As Do they? Well. Yeah. Okay. So that that was kind of the. When was the last you know, time you heard from TCL? Uh, oh, CES. Locally or internationally? Yeah, locally. Yeah, locally. Oh, never heard from them. But the but the the thing you know how every CES there's there seems to be a common feature among a lot of companies. Yeah. Yeah. Before it was the. Yeah, HDR on their 4Ks. Yeah. And now this year it's the mini LED. So they're all kind of. Singing out of the admit, same hymn book. Like, let's be very clear here, uh, and I'll, like I'll speak for me because you'll you'll differ on some of this. HDR, HDR plus, Dolby Vision, all these things—they're very much marketing sales because they, they they make improvements. But I think for the average viewer, you wouldn't notice most yeah. of the time when they're on or off, right? But Mini LED is the biggest leap forward in television technology in some years. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree with that yeah, because it's, I think, it's, it's um, going to make a tangible difference to the picture quality. Yeah, no matter what you're watching. So the thing here's the thing: like with the 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 number of pixels aren't changing. No, it's the quality of the pixels that are changing. So and the way having, they're lit, the way they're backlit, the way the contrast works, the deep the depth of the black levels. That's the difference people are going to see. So resolution wise, you think, wow, that's a cracking picture. But when you see this new technology, you're going to see 
that another layer to that thinking, wow, the, the quality of the pixel is better. So it's not just the sheer amount of pixels you're getting, it's the quality of the pixels you're getting as well yeah. that we're going to see. That's a massive, you're right, it's going to be a massive difference. But, you know, it's a great time to buy, as you said, not just because there's new ones coming in, but that means because there's old ones that might be Specials. still in stock. Yeah. And even though stock is low, they'll yeah. still be keen to get rid of the 2020 models. Maybe. Um, and I do love the way, certainly, JB's now tag... TVs with the year model, so that yeah. you can tell whether they're new That's or smart. not. I think Harvey's did the same. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that if, if you're, people if don't you're know wanting, what a model number T seven three nine eight is, they want to know it's this year's telly. So yeah, yeah the, the the year is most important number they're going to be looking for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I think uh, that, that that's that's true. But, but like I said, we've spoken about high sense Samsung, um, LG, TCL, Sony, and. But the other brands yeah. that are coming through, like uh, what, what's Aldi doing? Well, got... I was just going to say, the Aldi, you know, Aldi do specials all the time, but I the, here's what's blown me away. When they, they have got a TV and it's new, it's like, this is exciting, and they get very excited about it. I'm like, it's just another deal. But, you know, it's yeah. a great deal. They're always great deals, don't get me wrong. And I think they're great TVs, unbelievable TVs for the dollar. So the 70-inch that they're selling next Wednesday, right? 70-inch, seven ninety nine. That alone is pretty good, right? 4K, HDR. Good TV. Mm-hmm. But, Stephen, it's got WebOS on it. Yeah, no, LG's. That's LG's LG system. LG's WebOS. It's got the LG remote, but it's grey, not black. Yeah. And what brand is this? Born. The Born. Aldi brand. Wow. So, not so Android. It's WebOS. WebOS. Wow. The whole startup process is LG. It's got LG ThinQ built in. Right. It's got the voice control. Dude, I remember LG referring to the WebOS being a potential... Um, it's an open market thing Potential now. business platform for them for other televisions. Yeah. I think Hisense even... Don't be surprised you see the VDAR system on other tellies as well. They were talking that that's up right. as well. I, I but that's unusual. I so said born with LG's WebOS. Yes. Wow. Like it looks – and so so I now put it – so when you get a, a you know cheap TV from – whether it's the good guys, you're buying a Linsar or yeah. a Hitachi or yeah. whatever, what's that brand that's sitting at your door? You know, there's a lot of brands out yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, the Corkson. Yeah, so, yeah. so what I look at it now and I go, your smart TV. Now, a smart TV means it's got YouTube and Netflix. A, an and Android, connected to the internet. Yeah. An Android TV is kind of the top of the pie in terms of cheap model TVs because Android is yeah. awesome. You can install yeah. pretty much everything. But then this WebOS puts you just below Android because you can't get everything. It doesn't have Apple TV. doesn't have Disney. And I think that's because the processor is probably not oh, up so to this Because ver- WebOS does have Disney+. That's Plus, right. But not this version of WebOS. That's correct, right. yeah. But here's... Okay. Mate, I, I have, Are you sure about that? They're not yeah. going to give him the best, the best one? Are they... No, oh, it doesn't. The, trust me, I've played with it. It doesn't have those. It doesn't apps. have it. But but yeah, because yeah. often it might need an update. But or something. here's the thing: like a lot of like from everything I've every conversation I've had with these companies, YouTube and Netflix are the number two, number one or two apps they, they get they used. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. now, I was playing with this and I thought this is a better TV for my kids. And you know why? Because what do my kids watch in the morning? They go, "Is there any new Norris Nuts, Dude Perfect, Mark Rober, or bloody Mr Beast on YouTube?" Right? right? They're just looking at these crappy channels. Mark Rober, by the way, awesome. Um, so I highly recommend that for kids, but everything yeah. else is rubbish. But anyway, you can set markers. So, you know, your little home screen at the bottom, you can go, well, uh, you know, I want Stan, Netflix, EFTM, Dude Perfect, Mark Rober. You can actually set links oh, to, so channels. to channels. That's good. And when you scroll, the magic mouse, by the way, because it's, oh, so it's, bloody, it's the magic mouse it's too. It's everything. Ah. When you scroll that over like EFTM, in the second bar, it shows you recent videos. So it's wow. got the intelligence. Like, it's super good that's cool. as well, a that, YouTube well, that's, TV. That's part of WebOS, isn't it? The, the, that's it. And that, I look at that every day. With I've got my OLED here at home. So you've saved the EFTM channel on the I haven't on yet, WebOS? Mate. No, I haven't yet. I didn't even know I could do that. That's awkward. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yet. I haven't saved my own one, mate, let alone yours. Come it's on. really cool. Like, it's a yeah, great yeah. shortcut for people to have. And, okay. you know, because I, I, I believe you. I encourage people to use channels instead of, yeah. you know, the rabbit hole because I think the kids certainly can get mm. lost down a rabbit hole. Sure. So I walk into the lounge room, I go, what are you watching? And they go, Mark Rober. I go, cool. Backyard scientist. Cool. I've yeah. seen them. So I know what you're watching. Sports if it's something new and random, if I don't remember, <laughs> if I've never heard that voice before, I say, who the hell is this? And they yeah. go, it's a guest in Mr. Beast video. Oh, so you know just off the voices. Oh, yeah. I right. can tell who they are. So what about if they're watching the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition on well, YouTube? Harry just go, what's this rubbish? And he'd put Mark Rober on. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't want to watch Could. that? I mean, I'd watch it in my office. Okay. In the is man cave. In the is, man cave. Is that a channel? Uh, wasn't across I'm sure it. there is, mate. There'd okay. be some sort of search going on there. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of search. Anyway, I think, and so I've, I've looked around. There are actually, it's not the first WebOS TV. There's another couple on the market at like really? uh, Good okay. Guys and stuff. But okay. it's, it's, mate, it's, it's the same company pumping them out with different brands. But it's fascinating. I, th- I think it's a smart move by LG mm-hmm. because what it does is it expands their in-store base, which helps them in those conversations with app developers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you look at KO and Binge, still not on LG platforms. Well, if LG can now say to KO and, and Binge, guys, mm. we're on what's doing fifty thousand yeah. more TVs than we we were last week. Yeah. You better get on it. Absolutely. Hey, Presto, for sure. So yeah, pretty cool. So it's TV season, folks. Enjoy your shopping. Let us know what you're looking for and what you buy because it's always fun to vicariously shop through with other people, don't you reckon? Is it ever? Two blokes talking tech. <laughs> well, we've had some news from Sonos who have just today unveiled their new portable speaker. Yes. And I like the name they've given it too, Roam. You're Roam with it, R-O-A-M. Uh, this is a, a go-anywhere speaker, rugged speaker, waterproof, dustproof, and it, it fits in with the Sonos line. So it, it, it'll work on Wi-Fi at home, yep. and if when you go out, it'll connect via Bluetooth to your phone. So yep. it, it, it can really sync back into your system yep. as one of the speakers. It's the cheapest and smallest speaker they've ever made. Although, I think the Australian price is, what is it, 279 and it's 149 in the US, which I thought would be made at 199 here. Like they've uh, bit of an Australia tax? I don't know, maybe. maybe. But look, but, um, here's the thing, yeah. right? You've got the Sonos systems, the one, the five, the subs, the bars, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then you've got the Sonos Move, which is there. It's like the one, but it, it can be taken on battery, like into your backyard yeah, portable, to play yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But this is legit portable Bluetooth speaker. I would, to explain it to someone who hasn't understood or seen it, I would say it's a Bluetooth speaker that connects to your home Wi-Fi and becomes part of your Sonos system. It's yeah. legit. Like it's a small but triangular shape looking thing. Well, like a, It looks to me like the, the, the kind of Sony portable speakers they had slightly different shape but massive yeah. Sonos logo but and the, good to go on your Sonos network the move wasn't water resistant no, 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 no so this no. this is kind of I reckon it's like the missing piece of the puzzle for Sonos yeah. because if you're a Sonos customer you want to take a, a speaker camping with you or something yeah. out to the beach then you had to buy another brand yep. so now Sonos has come up with the Roam which fills in that gap yeah, I think it's but it, it still though has the uh, you can listen to it horizontally or vertically and has, of course, all under the hood, all the all the the Sonos audio quality, the amplifiers, and the whole acoustic uh, architecture as well. But there's also what I like is the the feature, the sound swap feature. So you can 
you can move the sound from one speaker to another nearby speaker. Yep. So that helps you. Sort of the whole multi-room. It's like bringing it. You can bring your bring yeah. your sound home into a different room. That's right. Ten so hours of battery life and yeah, ten days of standby time, which I think is an important thing to know because it's battery. Yep. If you haven't used it for ten days, you have to charge it again. But there is a little um, optional. Um, Qi yeah, wireless Qi. charger, which Although, means it'll probably work on an existing wireless charger. They said that it will work on an existing Qi charger, Brilliant. but they do. Will, they will sell you a custom magnetic one that'll just sit right on it properly. But, mate, you know what? We were just talking about European cars off yeah. air. Yeah. Like that's this is that's what Sonos is. It's a European car brand because yeah. it's a loyalty thing. Uh, you know, you don't need to buy the certain things, but yep. you will because you're loyal to that brand. Sonos is like that. It's it's a legit loyalty brand that people love. And I think they will sell these things in big numbers. Which what colour are you gonna choose? The white. Yeah, I think I've asked I think I asked for that as well. I think I'm like I haven't decided yet what to put in our home lounge room because I'm gonna get rid of the four or five year old Samsung soundbar and put one of the newer yep. ones in that I've got. Yep. You got the arc in there? I've got well I've got the arc sitting in the office, so Okay. Like I think it's I think it's probably the where man I'm cave. Go. What have you got in the man cave? You got I've got a J. Uh, sorry, an LG, ah. the SJ nine or something. Yeah. Remember the, a few years ago, it was mine sitting back here. Stopped yeah. working. Oh really? Yeah. No, a while back. Mate, it's work. It's and, flawless. And, and when Angus left the company, I thought oh, I've got no hope getting that fixed. <laughs> I've got no hope getting that replaced. So yeah, um, no, that, that's still cool. working. In fact, the man cave. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove the projector and I'm gonna put. Oh yeah. I've got a 82 inch. Linsar oh, or just something. Just one laying around. Just eh? yeah. Well, it's just a, got one laying around. Yeah, it's you know, it's a Linsar, right? <laughs> so mount not, it. So mount it. I'm just going to wall mount it. I'm yeah. going to put the Google Chromecast with Google TV on it, and Beautiful. that's all I need. So what are you going to do? You're still going to have the drop down screen well, for the projector. I, I, I have the best of both worlds. I originally installed it so that it was uh, slightly out from the wall because there was a TV there. Ah. So I might put it back there, but. Like what I'm projecting to about 85 inches. Ah, right. Why okay. would I bother yeah, keeping it? Defeats it. the purpose. Yeah, okay. but I think the brightness of a TV is just more appealing to me. So. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. we digress. We digress heavily. We're talking about Sonos here, and what what do you think of the price though? Two seven nine. It's look. It's actually not a bad price. Yeah. It's a big price for a small Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. But it's a good price for a Sonos speaker that goes to the beach with you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I think, but I, I, you're paying a little bit for the brand here, but also for the versatility of it. The, the yeah. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Not but not all speakers mate, can do that. They know they can charge that. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It's mate. Just it's like the same as Apple can charge 900 pair of headphones. And and, the I, AirPod, I, and I, they are, and they. Are, I've got to say, I've been listening to them a lot lately. I'm loving them. They're really good. They're great. They're yeah, great. I'm appreciating headphones. the quality of them now. I used them on a plane for the first time Hello, last week. Hello, that's and, what I'm going to do this and week. And it was genuinely, I, I better I, charge them up. I was in one A. Stig was in two A. So, oh we, look at you. We took, we took off, and Wearing I listened for a bit, a and then on. yeah, and then I, I took them off. I handed it back to Stig, and I said, "Mate, listen to these." And he was blown away as well because, you know, okay. we fly a lot. We listen to noise cancelling, and they are. So excellent. hang on, you were the window in row one. Yep. He was the window in row two behind yep. you. Yeah. So no sitting together. No, no Stig. He, I, he I need a window, window right. and I like one A. And Stig yeah. loves a window because he f- takes photos of friggin' everything. Yeah, right. Okay. Mate, I wouldn't talk on a plane ever. I've noticed that about you. Yeah. Well, hang on. I've got to remember one no, thing on. too. You, no, you normally sit in the middle of a Qantas plane while I'm sitting on the window. It's not like you ever want to sit next I, to me. I'm either. an aisle man. I'm an aisle man. But um, oh, I remember, do you remember during the 10 year um, mm. package where yeah. you saying how I took a photo of you? Yeah. I'm that in, wasn't even I'm, you. I'm oh, in no. the photo. Yeah, I never took it? a photo of you. Someone else did, and they sent it to me. 
and you were, I think, were you sleeping? Were you asleep? Yeah, I was asleep, and, and you I, were like two rows back home. And I was, no, no, but I was, there, there was the, like a girl next to me, we were chatting away next to me, and she was, um, I think, an American tourist or something, coming back to Australia for the first time. Yeah. And you were you were out of it. That's how I, mate. So <laughs> we, we got on the plane. And I put the headphones on and I pressed the transparency mode so I could hear the announcement. It was very like they're very good travel headphones because yeah. that button is simple to use. Um, I put a podcast on and then I fell asleep. It was a Tech Guide podcast, mate? No, it was Sizzletown with Tony Martin. <laughs> Amazing. But Tech Guide would have put me to sleep. Um, <laughs> you walked into it. Worked that. in the past, mate. And mate, worked in the past. I, I woke up kind of wondering what was going on. We were still taxiing, so we were delayed 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then I fell asleep again, and I woke up as we touched down in Tullamarine. I, oh, I so you slept the whole way? Slept the whole way. Wow. So you missed out any in-flight I, I woke up a little or? bit in the in the flight and took some photos and, and fully tested the, uh, you know, noise cancelling, but broadly yeah. I slept through the whole flight. Did it that's feel how weird? I sleep. Weird Mate, being on a plane again? it is the weirdest feeling. Wow. That'll be me tomorrow. It's so weird. Wow. Anyway, the Sonos. Sonos. What's it called? Rome. 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 Um, is and coming Rome, in, in April. I'm surprised that they didn't use the line, Rome wasn't built in a day. We've been working on this for years. That's what I thought they would have used that line, but I might have to suggest that to them. Good at, idea. At another time. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. All right. You can read more about the Sonos <laughs> Rome at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Two Blokes Talking Tech, brought to you by our very good friends at Arlo, and they do have a range of stunning wireless security cameras. I've just installed another one, actually. Another one out the back so I can keep an eye on my telescope. And <laughs> well, I you think also, I've got too many cameras? <laughs> and I can also, rather than have to walk to the back door and look out the window to see if it's cloudy, I can just look through the, the camera now. You it's are a, it's an ultra. It's lazy. an ultra, so it's clear. But the best, yeah, yeah. The best thing I've done with my cameras, is subscribe to the Arlo Smart Plan. Because, the plan, yeah. Because you don't... And here's the thing, I've got like 20 cameras, but you don't need, a, you don't <laughs> need it on all, all of them. Yeah. So what I've done is I've chosen the... I think I've got five camera plan, cost me about 15 something a month. Yep. And what I've done is I've chosen the front door, the driveway, the backyard, yeah. and I think a couple of more strategic so, ones. So I get alerts yep. that say, you know, there's a dog. Yeah. There's an animal, well, there's a parcel, there's a vehicle. That's the advantage of having this Arlo Smart is that you can have those personalised notifications. So they're interactive notifications. So yep. You see parcels, animals, vehicles and, and people. Package detection. You can set the cloud activity zones if you want to pay. And then look, it's $4.49 a month for a single camera. That's a cup of coffee. Yeah. But if you've got up to five cameras, it's $14.99 a month. And what, what that allows you to do is view your cloud video history for up to 30 days. You can watch up to 2K quality from the cloud as well, as well as having all the other notifications, package detection, and uh, and other features. So if without a plan, it still works without a plan. Mm. So let's just talk about the difference there. The things you can do without a plan, you can do your live streaming, yep. and you can get your noti- your movement notifications. So you, you can still, the camera still does, it does meets its purpose, so it still has a great good purpose. But yep. having that the plan really elevates it to a whole new level of convenience and being able to look back up to thirty days of your video. So yeah. whether you and then these supplies, whether you've got the ultra, the pro, the the uh, the essential, so that they can all be put together in a single package. So if you want to find out more about Arlo Smart and their range of cameras, check them out. Arlo.com. This is two blokes talking tech. With Trevor Long 
and Stephen Fenn. There's a bit going on in the payment space, Stephen. Um, today, yep. PayPal announced they were beginning to offer a buy now, pay later scheme. Now, big. This is big. <clears throat> this is huge because it's so becoming so much more popular now. Yeah. And you know what? My what your kids grow up. My 20 year old daughter is an afterpay fanatic. She loves it. And I said, look, just she goes, yeah, I, I don't miss a payment. I make the payments. So. Don't it's stress. popular. But, mate, Afterpay is one of the hottest stocks. Zip yeah, is another is. one. There's many of yeah. them. But I wonder Afterpay's how it's going to go now with PayPal joining Well, in. this is the thing. I look at this and go, right here. So, so the plan here is the Buy Now, Pay Later scheme um, is an option that will be available to the 9 million PayPal customers, giving you the opportunity to uh, option to pay off purchases up to $1,500 in, in four, so four payments. interest-free repayments. Interest-free for monthly, weekly? What monthly, is it? yeah. Monthly. Yeah. So you're four months to pay. Um, and, and like, okay. Like it's smart because essentially what they're doing is they're realising there's this huge growth in Afterpay. Yeah. And the thing is, it's a really weird business model because they don't make any money. It's interest-free. But they, I think there's a bit of clipping the ticket on the well, retail. When up. they receive, the, I think when they when you get money paid into PayPal, that's when they clip the ticket. Oh, I'm talking about Afterpay though. Like, yeah, no, Afterpay. Yeah. Well, what it was, so Afterpay make their money and I guess PayPal too. They, they make, make their, their money, money from penalties. the retailer. I think they the make retail? their money through penalties. Oh, you mean from people who don't pay them? Correct. Time? Really? Yeah. I thought there's like a, like there's your a little daughter is their worst customer. Yeah, well, she makes all the payments on Correct. time. Correct. She does. Look, she she uses it a bit, not a lot, but see she's, so with uh, PayPal, she's my only reference to with it. PayPal. It's interest free, but there are late fees. Yeah. Ten dollars for purchases up to one hundred and twenty five, and three ten dollar payments for purchases over one hundred and twenty five dollars. Wow. So. You know, there's buyer protection, though, built in, which is something that PayPal does offer, and it's very strong for them. Uh, it'll come into the PayPal wallet from early June 2021. So it's a solid... Well, nearly second half. Second half. It's a solid yeah. early announcement from PayPal because yeah. it's a shot across the bow to let others know. Well, PayPal's a name, isn't it? They're a well-known brand, worldwide They're, they're brand. almost... I mean, it's secure. A, it's secure. It's too big a call, but it's like Visa, Mastercard, PayPal. You know, mm. the, when you go to checkouts online, it's yeah. such a common thing. I now. use it a lot, mate. Love it. Love PayPal. Love well, I'm a massive PayPal. fan. So yeah. that's really fascinating. I can't wait to see how it pans out in terms of, you know, who offers it. Because basically now the thing is, I go to a lot of websites and I hit that PayPal button because it's easy. It's an easy checkout, one password, yep. whatever. Yep. But what I assume will happen is it'll say then, do you want to pay it? One instalment or straight up. Or it asks you to pay later, yeah. yeah. So you can pay when it's shipped or delivered, yeah. That, that, that's always been an option no, for No, no, but I'm saying with this, it'll yeah. be like, okay, do you want to pay in one go or in four goes? Yeah, but they did have the option of uh, PayPal, so they take the money out of your account after it's been delivered. Right. So you can pay straight away or in whatever the your never seen item that. arrives. Yeah, I've, is that an eBay thing? Because you shop so much yeah, on eBay. Yeah, it is an eBay. It yeah, must be an eBay, an eBay PayPal eBay thing. thing. Yeah, you're right. But uh, but the whole cashless thing though, well, like, I know I know you, I know the answer to this question. You're already cashless. Yeah, because you're a bloody dinosaur. Well, I don't I don't mind having cash. But according to the Global Payments Report released last week, Australia the economy is expected to be 98 percent cashless by 2024. Wow, that's three years away. Can you see that happening in no. three years? No, because because according to this right. They're saying that uh, the the percentage of the economy in Australia that's still going to be cash, they're saying, according to this research, two point one percent in twenty twenty four, and that's the fourth. That's the fourth most cash averse prediction. The countries ahead of us, Sweden, they reckon they'll only have zero point four percent of the economy cash. Denmark zero point eight percent cash. Hong Kong one point six. We come in fourth in the world. Because 
I, I see this as us being early adopters in all kinds of things, well, including payment technology. Yeah, totally. So the and buy COVID now, pay later. Exactly. Oh, that, that's my next point, that COVID kind of accelerated that, I reckon, by three years mm. because people were forced to use this perhaps for the first time yep. and they've stuck with it. They thought, oh, this is pretty good. So they've, they've hung in there. So I, hey, I, I, you're right. I reckon COVID has accelerated this by, I reckon, three to five years. The generational gap that used to exist in this space is gone. The number of people, like you, you look at you know seniors with their QR code, Service yep. New South Wales scanning and all that stuff, and then you look at those same people tapping. And look, it's, it's funny for me because I watch them like I watch them try and hover the phone over and I'm like, no, the NFC is <laughs> in the top. So just so you know, on an yeah, iPhone, there's a learning the, curve, the hey. NFC is up the top near the notch. So you can actually just point the top of the phone. But in a lot of Samsungs and stuff, the NFC is actually in the back. So there's all these complications. People don't know where it is. And it's mm. like people place it on top of the thing. And I'm like, you don't have to even touch it. It should just, be like an inch away. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You're using it. That's all that matters. But like, do, you, do you think, like, I know, this, so your lifestyle is already cashless, right? My do you lifestyle. Ever, do you ever find... I've never had my lifestyle referred well, to. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever find that? Oh, geez, I wish I had some cash. On. No. Do you ever like? Never. What about right? Let, let me give you a couple of scenarios. Okay. Yeah. What about? Oh, hey, <laughs> what happens in Vegas? <laughs> Hang on. Stays no, in no, Vegas. No, no, listen. No, no. This is legit. You always have one dollar notes in the US. What about for tipping? <laughs> what about if you? And I know during COVID this probably wasn't applicable, but in the years to come it will be. What about if you are walking along and there's a busker? In if you haven't place. got tap and go, I'm not paying you. Okay, so they miss out. What about well, a busker's today? A busker today? Yeah, they have would a have square. a tap and go. Yeah, you're right. If they don't, what about stupid. a homeless person? I feel for you, but I'll donate to um, Reverend Bill Cruz. Right. So if you're a homeless person, say, mate, I, I need some money. To and eat. you know, this you is go, a mor- sorry, brother, I can't help it's you. It's a bigger moral dilemma than anything else. Yeah. But like, I would if I like genuinely, if I saw someone in need sitting on the side of the street. Yeah. I would prefer to say, buy them are you hungry? Let yeah. me go and buy you a meal. Do you remember in San Francisco? Yeah. Remember I did that? That woman outside was asking much. for money. I gave her my, I bought her a sandwich. No, it's not a lack of trust thing. It's just yeah. a, if she I give hungry. you $10, yeah. is this going to go toward drugs or what? Because I'd prefer yeah. to make sure that you were alive. That's, that's what's yeah. critical okay, to me. So. I'll give you an example. <laughs> the uh, Woolies in the city apparently was went cashless. Uh, but they reversed that. They reversed it because of that. Because a lot of homeless people walking in with their $2 to buy something to eat. And they couldn't help them. They said, sorry, see you later. Yeah. So there was all these people who thought, not just homeless people, but other people thinking, what do you mean? I've got cash. That's cash. You should accept it as currency. Yeah, here. yeah. And it was just such a blow-up that they reversed it. Yeah, right. So in three years, I don't know whether that's still the same sentiment there, but I don't know. I reckon there's always going to be a place for cash. I, I carry cash. I love having cash in my pocket because you know how much you got in your pocket? You know how much you got? I'm going to have to check your account. I'm going to tell you, you right now. And this may be the most <laughs> anal thing I do, yeah. but I check my app every day. Your account. So what's yep. your balance? Every day. Okay. Every morning. It's like fair enough. It's like you, well, you have to because you don't carry cash. That's right. Yeah. But no, no. But so if I'll, I go to the ATM Steve, and pull out five hundred, yeah. I know I've got five hundred in my pocket. I know. But and then mentally, I know. Okay, I've spent fifty. I've got four fifty left. And again, I'm, what I, I'm a bit this, old school like that. This episode is just the total <laughs> wanker episode, right? But <laughs> there's no chance of me being rejected out of teller, right? Yep. I'm doing very well. <laughs> right? now, you know what? Mate, have a watch back my. I did my Sky News, my yeah. cross. Did you say and that? I said very well. I reckon four times. <laughs> like I said, we were talking about the app economy. I said, "Oh, look, Australian developers are doing very well." And I, in my head, when I was saying it, I thought, "Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I doing?" But, anyway, but like, so, so my, po- my point well. is, my point is, 
Like the 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 wage I pay myself every month yep. is easily enough to get me through, and then it's only months where, like this month, I had to um, renew the insurance on the car or something. So it's a huge chunk, but yep. it's it's still cool. Like I I bought a a, a a drink, a bottle of water on the way here, and I made the joke. Let's hope I got money there, but like I was never a problem. Like <laughs> I get I get the cash thing, but yeah, like I also like on your Apple Watch or on your phone, you can have a widget that shows you your current balance. Yeah. So there's no real need. Do you, do, uh, cash, is just, I just don't need it. Are there fees involved if you don't pay? Some stores don't they charge you a certain amount if you're using if you're paying if you got less than five dollars? Do they charge you a percentage? I know. Oh, bank like, like bank accounts. No, no. You, short stores that you shop at using your your tap and go. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a news agent where I, I where on my walk I, I sometimes might buy an Oz Lotto or something yep. or. And if I use my Apple Watch, it fascinates the hell out of the woman who serves me every time. But it's she always points to the thing one percent surcharge to the for using the cards on your thing. So is is that do you have you I noticed that? A, no, you, I've never noticed. I know you're I've doing very well. You're not going to notice. I've never 1%. noticed because I've never looked. But I know there that would be some that don't yes. accept that that are say I, under a certain amount. I it's know cost that it's you. a friction point for some yeah. people. But my argument to all those people is, if I wanted to be a complete prick about it. I'd just go somewhere else. Yeah. So, I'll, but you're not. No. But you won't because you're there, and you're not going to say, "Well, for a bottle of water, I don't want to pay." For I know, extra but 20 but cents. there will be if there are people that yeah. think about that, then it's bad business. You should bake all of those costs into the cost of doing business. Yeah. Yeah, that should be part of your. So, so sur- just cost. look. Some surcharges ha- are a joke. Have a have a sign saying like under the, this amount you're going to charge one percent or whatever yeah. or. Yeah. Um, so they try you know, to like, carry that. Like we, our community baseball club canteen, you know, we we got, got a square and we set it all up and, you know, whatever the charge is, like 1.5% or something. But we're not charging 1.5% on a sausage roll or a bacon and egg roll on a Saturday yeah. morning because the number of people, and I love it when I, when you're on the on the barbecue or the canteen and people come up and they, they kind of look and you can see a dad with his kids and he's looking and you just look out and you go, mate, we accept card. Tap yeah. and go. And he goes, okay, kids, you can have a bacon and egg roll. The yeah. number of people that... that Shop because you have tap and yeah, go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. is enormous well, compared you, to if you only had cash. You walk down like through a market stall, like they've got markets yeah. on. Every one of them's got a tap and go terminal. None of them if say you're cash doing only. Business, yeah, and you yeah. don't have a tap and go. You're a yeah. lunatic. Yeah, I think too though. But what's going to happen to on the sort of the other side of things where uh, stores who only charge cash, they only accept cash. I know they're trying to. You know, your cash. It's it just looks can, dodgy to me. Well. Is that if you're a cash, cash only economy business, is going to disappear literally? Like so, so here's what I would say about this research: 2024 or whatever it is, no way we're cashless. But I think a business that only accepts cash yeah. will be dead by 2024, right? Because enough people will think that a it's stupid, b they won't have cash, and c it looks dodgy. I don't yeah. care whether you are the most above board, legit accounting company ever. Yeah, if you're only accepting cash. It's do- it looks dodgy. Yeah, I think there there's going to be some stores that are going to have to sort of make some changes that are cat that only accept cash. Like you see a lot of like little barber shops and hairdressers and stuff only accept cash. Um, so there's the, the I've seen many a time where the customer says, "Oh, well, I've got no cash. I'm going to have to go pull some money out of the machine to pay you," because mm. they're surprised by it. So I think these stores, I, I, what, do you reckon they might be spooked by the merchant fees and all the fees involved? I think they probably or? are because yeah. it sounds like a lot to give up 1.4 percent to, yeah. to to square. Yeah. But the fact that you can go to Officeworks and buy 
for 500 bucks by a little terminal yep. that just connects to your Wi-Fi network and allows you to ring up everything from, you know, was it a men's haircut to a women's, was yeah, there a colour and everything. Easy. The data, like I, maybe the, no one else in the baseball club looks, but I've, I used to look at the data and go, right, so sausage rolls or sausage and uh, sausage um, sandwiches oh, are yeah. like 10% of our business, bacon and egg rolls or whatever I want, so we should be putting our efforts into that. Oh, look, Pepsi sells more than Sunkist. Like it's just fascinating yeah, to course. see that yeah, stuff, that, that's right? The, well, that's the other side of it. Eh? That's the advantage. They can have that, uh, that analytics, that data. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, think, I think the merchant fees are worth it for the data. Absolutely. Data is king. Especially Data is king. Well, cash used to be king, but not anymore, right? Eh? Not anymore. Anyway, you can read about the PayPal stuff at EFTM.com, and Stephen's got the story about going cashless at techguy.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, I really, I really hate to say this, mm-hmm. but aren't cyber criminals clever bastards? Mate, they are smarter than anyone. What are they doing? The latest scam has them using COVID-19 vaccines in their latest email scam. So they they really move with the times. They tap into the current news, the current feeling, the current fears, and all these worries that people have, and they tap into them so well. The proof point, they've uncovered some email scams that promise COVID-19 relief and vaccines. Yeah. So they're targeting people in the essential industries like medical, pharmaceutical. So the two, the two that were were prominent were one was one from DHL that appeared to be from DHL Express to say that you've got an undelivered COVID nineteen vaccine appointment reservation mm. from the DHL office. Here we're having a problem with your the, on your address. Go to our online, um, to go online to submit your correct address. Schedule an appointment for the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. They click through and the page looks legit like a DHL page, yeah. fully with branding. So people are thinking, oh, this must be legit. Boom. The other one is from the World Health Organization to say, Here, here's the FYI, please read. There's an attachment. Double-click the attachment. Downloads. Yeah. Malicious payload. Boom. India, a backdoor into your computer. So that the, the it's like the they, sheer the sheer you imagine the control center in Nigeria or Russia wherever yeah. it is and they've just got they've got people one's listening one speaks English where they're watching the news in Australia one's watching the news in America and they're just going right well this vaccines rolling out in Australia hit yeah. the button on Boom. the vaccine one yeah. you know there's been a, a bombing over there hit the hit the thing on on airplane something or other do you know like it's oh, just so just unbelievable like <coughs> but, but, but so as you, your point is. Your or your original point was was spot on, mate. They they are they're, they're smart, super clever. They're they're yeah. always ten steps ahead of yeah. the, the law enforcement. Let alone that it, viruses yeah. are always one step ahead of the antivirus companies. Right, yeah. someone has to be the first victim. The zero day is what it's called. Yeah. The, the zero day threat. But antivirus companies are so so powerful these days in their ability to have so many customers that they can see these things coming through that you have to rely on them and that you should have that protection and you should have faith that if you're using them correctly, you will be protected from clicking on stupid links or emails yeah. and downloads. But you know what I find though that like and and they have to be clever and coming up with these new ideas because people are getting smart to scams. Yeah. So. I'll give you an example. Joe today got an email, got a text message from oh. NRMA saying, "Oh, you've got we've got a refund to process. Click here." Wow! And she thought, "Scam!" Right. So Good what she it. did? No, she rang NRMA, and it true, turns out it was true. Oh, really? She had a refund, and I said, "Look, what did it say in it? They, did they address you by name?" And she said, "Yep." 
they sent me an SMS and an email. So, well, they've got your email and your mobile number. Did they quote an account number? She said, no, but I rang them and they said, yeah, we've been trying to contact you for this. And she said a lot of other people have thought this is a scam as well. We're having issues trying to process the refunds because they overcharged some customers months ago. So we got a four hundred and fifty dollar refund check coming. She said, "She said, look, if you give me your bank details, I'll send you the I'll send you the refund." She says, "No, no, send me a check." Joe said, "She goes, yeah, fine. It'll take ten days to, to arrive." So she's fully checked. So that's that's why a lot of people, if you do yeah. get a, a say, you get an email from your bank, and and you it might be like I've got an email from Westpac. Or I said, "I don't bank with you. I know it's a scam." Yeah. But if Commonwealth Bank sent me one, I'd be thinking, well. I better ring them to make sure this is legit, like yeah. Joe did. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. What are you doing That's over there, mate? Are you doing recording was, yourself? No, no. Or? I was looking at um my bank to see whether there was a oh. like there used to be an option to um email the communication option, oh. and they the, there's a message that used to come up and I couldn't find it that said um we do like the, what we will email you and what we won't because like I don't uh, want paper statements, right? Of course, yeah. Like, no, no one does. I don't yeah. want any of those. And things. a lot of pl- companies charge you for the paper statement. And, and they normally have this message that says, "We do not send email communications about these things." Like you might get an email saying yeah. you got a new statement. Yes, but but okay. even though like those are all they're all a risk because yeah. I would if you get an, any email that looks legit, right? Let's say your bank does send you a thing saying you got a new letter or a statement or something. Don't click on anything in the email, even if it's legit, because mm. it's still a risk. Absolutely, because it can look yeah. legit. Yeah. You need to just log into your bank and look for the bloody statement yeah. that they've sent I you. I thought you were doing a TikTok over there something or something. Mate. No, mate. I was just you know what you were doing I've over there. just switched there. banks too, by the way. Who are you with now? Well, we're ComBanking because we've changed Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm with ComBank. Yeah. yeah. Welcome aboard, mate. Well, I'm not changing everything. I'm sticking solid with ANZ for a few things. Like Is that for the business? For the business? Yeah. Don't, don't, you're, gonna, you're not going to mix them together, are you? The home loan and your business? No. Don't, you know, the world, the worlds, worlds are colliding. Collide, mate. You can't have it's, that. But but see, it is good to have them all in one place. In well, my business the account is with Commonwealth as I've well. I've got everything on ANZ. Account. One login, I can see everything. Yeah. So I'm not going to have that. Does anymore. it say a summary at the top? You're doing very well. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it's like on my I log into mine, my Commonwealth Bank, my business account, and it says your your net position is this. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good, <laughs> doing very well. Well, see ours because it's a so that so here's the thing: we we got approved for a home loan, and uh, but we haven't done the discharge yet, so it's you know a couple of weeks before it all tra- transfers and stuff. Yep. But they've already sent me a new card for the bank account and all this stuff, wow. right? So I've logged logged in, and it says that it's like your position. So it's yeah. like value of the yeah. home, and then and then there's no debt. Oh. So our net position is outstanding, <laughs> but because at this point screenshot that there's no debt listed. <laughs> yeah, screenshot that that's about to go from zero to sixty percent real quick. Anyway, um, it good. is it's a, it's a timely warning about scams. Every yeah. every every day and Stay, every week is a timely careful. warning. But around COVIDs and vaccines, and also just a quick one: talk to your family, especially your elderly parents or grandparents about yep. this. Talk to your neighbours, the people that you worry about in life, yep. because they're the people that are frankly most susceptible to these things. My parents are worded up, and they've. Uh, They've touched wood. They've uh, they've stayed free of any scam. Yep, good on them. All right, check it out. Details of that at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and I'm uh, just loving the Netgear Wi-Fi photo frame, which you can get at uh, Harvey Norman for $4.99. Uh, the Wi-Fi photo frame is, is the mural 
uh, brand. It's the latest um, coming on from the canvas, which is a nice wall-mounted unit. But this Wi-Fi photo frame, 15.6-inch frame. Good one. Display your photos. And my favourite thing that I've started doing is is syncing one of my photo albums from my phone to the Mural app so that whenever you add a photo, so you, let's say you had a family album on your phone, um, any, any photo you put into that album will automatically then get uploaded to the Mural which means that you, know, you can have new photos, fresh photos there all the time. I'm going to give one of these to my father-in-law and, and show him how to set up a, a, a folder on his phone called photography because he takes photography, loves photos. Takes photos, yep. You know, you professional photos, yeah. mate. Shut up, smartass. <laughs> Put those in that folder and they'll appear on the mural. That's genius. No, I've, got it, I've got it on mine. Uh, and what I like about it too, it's got that anti-glare screen, so yeah. it looks really nice even in bright room. Yeah. And uh, I've got, I think I've got the art membership, so I sometimes yeah, pop yeah, up. Yeah, with $4.99 at Harvey Norman, brings, gives you one uh, one year of subscription yeah. to the art and membership I've, I've, I've subscribed to a few. I've got the I've got some Van Gogh on there and I've got the oh, Louvre. Oh, friggin' da. Yeah, yeah, I go for more mod, modern stuff, like photography. Photography, yeah. Me too. I've got a Good, I found a good Astro Astro, Astro uh, album. Oh. Yeah, well, I'll put my own up there, but yeah, I'll I'll give I look at look at others as well. I got featured on the Bintel. Um, I saw this page. Yeah, Bintel's uh, the store, binocular telescope store. They featured my picture, which is uh, very nice. But I was just thinking, with uh, the mural, do you reckon they'll? Have you seen um, Muriel's wedding? Do you reckon they can have an ad campaign? They go, "You're a terrible mural." No, I don't think that'll work for no? me. Because it's not terrible, it's bloody brilliant. Well, maybe the ad campaign is, you're a terrible mirror, and, everyone, and then everyone, everyone goes, nah, it's no, bloody it's awesome, right, anti-glare right. screen, Wi-Fi yeah. connection, what you know, swipe to navigate. Mate, we should be in the we marketing, be in marketing Yeah, marketing. Mm. We should have ponytails and have money <laughs> be in marketing. Ponytail Porsche driver. <laughs> if only I'd have kept the thing. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. You can check all the details out at netgear.com.au. You can buy the mural at Harvey Norman for four ninety nine. So, right, um, I, I don't need my laptop for this one, mate. Why not? Because it's about pasta. Yeah. So, can you, uh, well, lead, you were, lead us out, will you, This mate? will be a tough one for you because you don't cook. <laughs> oh, take but it easy. This I, is, I cook breakfast, mate. I'm a good breakfast Well, cook. pasta's not okay. a breakfast food. Okay, so, what about right. Barilla, right? Pasta brand. Yeah. Have launched a series of playlists on Spotify to help you cook pasta. So you need help cooking pasta, do you? Well, I don't have, is, is it? <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna preempt you here, yep, right? Yep. Is it long songs of a certain length, so you know how long to cook the pasta Spot for? On. Is that right? There there's a nine minute spaghetti. Um, there's a mixtape spaghetti. There's a boom boom bap fusilli, which is an eleven minute. Remember fusilli, Jerry? Moody day linguini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pleasant sure? Melancholy Penno. That's these, 11 minutes. Best song, Penne. Are these pastas? Top Hit Spaghetti is a nine minute. Is this a pasta or Italian porn movies? What are you talking telling me? Tyler's Emotion Fusilli. Fusilli, Fusilli, Fusilli Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Uh, Remember Frank, Frank Costanza, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. a little accident he had there. You he that? had to visit the arts man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. He goes, you're the ass man. Hey, ass man. And his know. boat, it said ass man on the ass, boat too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kramer had the number Genius. plate. Genius. Look, I'm just that's all I wanted to say because I love the idea that this is that's what companies smart. It are is doing. A, so so who's the company? Barilla. Barilla. So it's a pasta company. I reckon that's here's smart. what I think. Yeah. I think Joe would be impressed with that. You reckon? Not see it's not about she knowing doesn't like how pasta, mate. We really? Yeah. She does she doesn't I love pasta, but she doesn't like pasta. Not a big pasta fan. Really? Yeah. I love it. But she's not a big fan. Well, so the idea is it's not about how long does so pasta take So I could use this myself. So you're smart. I just said I don't cook myself. I could use this to cook my pasta. It's I'll just about pasta having before, music to fill the time. Okay. 
Mate, you want to be able to cook pasta. It's boiling friggin' water. No, no, but also I like the length of the playlist means that it's ready. Well, is that here's right? the thing. I cooked That's the, smart. I cooked the kids' pasta for 13 minutes, so I've obviously been going too long 13 there. 13 minutes? Yeah. You just hammered it. I think I've, It wasn't El Dente I've gone then a bit, after that. I've gone a bit past El Dente. Yeah, you've gone to mushy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I like the so way So what was, no was it? Spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. Right. Because yeah. you know what? You cook because you overcook it all the time, and that's what they think spaghetti is. Yeah. Imagine taking it to an Italian restaurant. They go, how good is spaghetti here, Dad? This is how you really should cook it. Well, the good news is they'd hate it because it'd be too. The sauce would be too tomato. Too yeah, rich. Be very different. So, what sauce do you make? Bolognese sauce. Uh, Amanda makes. Uh, it's a cunning thing that she she puts like pumpkins and everything. It's like Ooh. a she makes her own, so it's got healthy stuff in it other than Yum. just tomatoes. I'm hungry. It looks orange. Like okay. It's a different. So, color. what do you prefer? Bolognese sauce. I'd prefer just you, so you know, eat pasta. Dolmio bolognese you eat pasta? sauce. Yeah. Okay. So that's on the travel long menu. Yeah. Pasta. Plain pasta, meat, and uh, dolmio classic. Nice. We should yeah. go to No Names one time. We'll go to Bill and Tony's one time. Hang on, is that what I just said? What, what did you I say? I said Dolmio, yeah. mince, and pasta. I don't want some bloke that's made, got tomatoes <laughs> and mushed them up. Come on. No, I, I would, I have, like in Vegas, we, we there's a little Italian in the Westgate. We always go there every year. I don't mind lasagna. Yep. Don't mind a spag bowl. Don't mind meatballs, you know. Love a meatball. Have you ever meat, had meatball Subway? No. Lovely. Try it. I don't like it. It's too big. Foot-long meatballs. Get a six-incher. Foot-long meatball. Meat, that'd be like two days' worth of Weight Watchers points. Are you kidding? Is that right? Just goes. I had one the other day. I like the meatball. It's simple and really quick. It's good. I like it. And okay. no need for any extra sauce because it's already got sauce in it. It's already sauced, the meatballs. That's red-hot tip, listeners. Subway foot-long meatball. How do you get your with, mouth around a meatball? With, Are they with, cut in half? No, they're small meatballs. They're not massive meatballs. With lettuce, tomato, capsicum. Pickles and olives. You no, lost me no at tomato, sauce. capskin, pickles and olives. <laughs> what do you just have? The bread and the meat. Is it all you well, have? I can't imagine putting lettuce with meat. You don't put meat. You don't put lettuce on your subways? Yeah, with chicken. Okay. Well, it works well. It works with lettuce. By the way, I haven't had Subway in like two months. Really? You know that my you know my grilled chicken sandwich down the front at the, at the EFGM cafe? Yeah. I have that every day. And now they know me. Oh. Not not by name. They Trip, I, I walk in the Today Show. I walk in and she goes, same thing, thirteen dollars. Okay, done. that's great. Love that. I love I, that. I love how I can walk into the cafe when I'm on my walk and they just see me and just put the cup out and they know there's sugar and they know the I deal. went there at 11.40 today. Don't have to speak. She goes, you're very early. And I went, well, it's, up like, four in the it's like midday to me. It's like, no, it's, it's like dinner time for me now and I haven't eaten all day. So, there yeah, this is late. Anyway. Well, that's good. They know you, finally. Finally. How I don't many have, years did that it's take? It's my favourite thing. Well, it's only really been a couple of months that I've been going and getting that order. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah? you've been getting Uber Eats and doing yeah. all your delivery stuff. So I'm now spending the same amount I would spend at Uber at, at Subway yeah. if I walked in, yeah. but I'm spending $10 less than I was spending when I was using Uber Eats. So are you saying that Subway is not Weight Watcher friendly? No, that's it's fine. A six-inch uh, chicken stencil is fine. I can have that. What do you, 10 how points. many points is that? It's about 10, 10, 10. or 12. Yeah. So 12 20 then. <laughs> what? 12 yeah, the footlongs are long's a good 20. 20, 20 points. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. So w- and I get 38 a day, so... Oh, jeez. Yeah. So footlong Subway, has that got more points than a Big Mac? Oh, it would, I'd would have it? To or look, a McDonald's. Yeah. It'd be like a McDonald's meal. <clears throat> All right, do you want me to find out? I, I'm curious. I'm very... Because I, I think calorie-wise, <sighs> calorie, calorie wise, a footlong, say, chicken chicken fillet Subway yeah. is like is, has more calories than a Big Mac. Big Mac's a lot smaller, but yeah. All right, well, here we go. Let me search for it. So let's just go big. This is great podcasting. It's good content, too. isn't good it? Good content. Um, shout Trevor, out to Trevor, everyone who's joined Trevor's me on Watch. I know there's a couple of people who are really? not going to yeah. name them because I think they're, they're doing it for their own. Are they doing okay? <laughs> they're doing very well. Very well. Good for them. Good for um, so them. McDonald's, uh, 
Big Mac is 16 points. Wow. So the footlong subway is more. Yeah. It is much bigger, though, too. Um, yeah. Uh, subway meatball. Let's have a look at that. Subway, a classic sub six inch meatball marinara is 13 points. Wow. So it's more than what did you put in before? Chicken fillet. What was the first yeah, one? It's you put more in? than the chicken schnitzel that I have, yeah. Oh, chicken schnitzel, right. Yeah. Wow. So meatball. Yeah. That's um, minute on the hips, li- minute on the lips, lifetime on the hips. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> <laughs> um, there was something I was going to tell you quickly while we we're talking about food. What's that? And Uber Eats and stuff. So KFC announced this week they were doing. I saw your right. I saw just, your tweeting you saga. I'm thinking this is the most well documented thing I've ever seen on Twitter. Like I your, was waiting so long, and they delivered the wrong meal. They're doing, they're, they're, like, so I'm thinking DoorDash, never done this before. This is yeah, weird. Yeah. Uber Eats, pretty darn reliable. Out of the 200 times I've eaten it, it's probably been late or wrong once. Right. And wrong by maybe the wrong drink. Yeah. Never the wrong actual thing. And this, like I've ordered a Tower Burger, which I don't know what that is, but it was the only thing that was free delivery, and, and a Sunkist, yep. um, which I wasn't going to drink, but, you know, that came with a drink. And the thing was due for delivery at 1.42. It came at 2.15 or something. And the bloke hands me two bags. I thought, oh, one must be the drink, one must be the meal. Cool, whatever. I open it up, and there's a box of chicken pieces. There's a burger, and it's got mayo on it. It's not a tower burger. And there's a, a twister, and there's a can of Mountain Dew. And I'm like, wow, it was a feast. This is 100%. Like, not not 1% wrong, totally 100% wrong. Oh, no. I've never, I've just never experienced that in my life. And, like, DoorDash are like, oh, we're sorry to hear this DM us. I'm like, I don't want, like, what are you going to do? Give him my money back. Oh, it's of no use to me. I didn't. I didn't spend more money because I didn't buy a freaking lunch. Then I just ate nothing. <laughs> so you didn't eat. And any KFC of crickets. Really, nothing on Twitter. Really, crickets. But I'm a big fan of the Colonel. On my cheat night, which has become more often lately, but my normal Bit cheat nights. Dirty bird. My, my normal cheat nights like a Saturday night, and mm. like Joe was working on Saturday night at the SCG at the Mardi Gras. Joe was working yeah. at the SCG. Smacked up and the road, I did thought, it? Hey, went up the road. Off. I go. thought, mate, it's going to be the Colonel. Man, I'm not going to lie. Oh, I come here every second week. I reckon every four weeks I have KFC on the way home. Yeah. Easy. Really? Where did yeah. you one? On the way? On the road. Just in here in Patriot. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. Very drive good. through. Yeah. Drive through and then drive back down and out. You go. And you get, boom. And what, you eat it in the car? Yeah. Just drive through. It's only two, <laughs> two pieces. Of, I just have two fillet pieces and some chips. Oh, fillet pieces, not the not yeah. original recipe. Yeah. Just yeah. fillet. Two, so two, two, two piece fillet box with a large chips instead of the potato and gravy things. Ten ninety five. Right. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I normally get the, 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 the and three water. piece box. And I always choose. Oh, you know, you can choose your pieces. I choose. I didn't know you could choose your pieces. Oh, you can choose your pieces. Drumstick. Yeah. Breast. Yeah. And rib. See, I don't like. I don't like KFC pieces with bone because they're very well. That, that's well. That's why I choose. That's this. why I choose. Apart the from the Phillips. drumstick, well, apart from the drumstick, the breast has got no, hardly any bone at all, yeah. and the rib is very meaty as well. As the the top of the piece is all meat, and the just the back of it's got the bone, but not a lot to, to contend with. But well, uh, I knew you were a breast man. Absolutely. Two bikes talking KFC <laughs> and tech. I don't know how long the super, show is, super, mate, because you've stuffed up you've the stop, recording you've so stopped many it, times. Me, I've stuffed it up. <laughs> Come on. Well, I'll be super quick. I've got the uh, – there was a new update from the Wilson parking lot. I, oh. found, I found this interesting because I reckon there'd be a lot of people listening to us right now in their car. Yep. And they can appreciate that any convenience you can offer a driver – Yep. Would, be, would be helpful. Now, yeah, in totally. the case of Wilson Parking, they've just upgraded their app. 
So the when you're using it's only I the iOS app at the moment. So when you're driving around with and if you've got CarPlay, so their their app has been updated to so the Apple CarPlay enabled app allows you to say you're looking for parking, mm. it allows you to discover, book and pay for your parking from the display in the car. Right. So it's all you got a credit card attached to your That's system. Awesome. So you say you're looking for a parking or if you're a repeat commuter say a oh, part of the, the is Wilson it also app. like reserving a spot yeah, or like well, well you you book a bay you book the bay yeah, yeah. and it tells you when you drive in well, you know you book the bay i think you, as you go in you got to use the same credit card that you paid for it for to open the gate and then you just find a bay wherever there's an empty bay but uh, well so here, here, i'm going to test this because yeah. if it doesn't work with apple carpay i'm screwed it does work it is apple no, carpay no apple sorry apple pay because i don't carry a wallet well, if you have you got a card, you'd have to register a card with well, the app. So I'm going to test. I don't know. Yeah. Find out. So like I, don't don't know, I don't know whether your Apple Pay card number registers as the same card you're using Maybe. in the app. Do they, I don't know whether they have number plate recognition. That would be it really good be if they well. did. Sometimes you, at a lot yeah. of parking, Wilson might be one of them, you actually type the number plate in. Yeah. Well, the, or, or no, what they do also, they, they send you a code number. Right. So in your booking, it'll probably come up on the app. Okay. Or you'll get an email or a text message we'll when you get there. try it next week. You look at it and then you type in the code and then the boom gate opens and then and then you're in. So boom. It's a boom. Yeah, boom gate. So um, this is, I think, really handy, especially if you are – because the Wilson uh, app has a repeat – like a returning customer. So yeah. it remembers where you've been. Mm. So it will remember, that okay, last week you were here and all this. So it does offer you up to 12 of the nearest car parks. And and then the gives you the pricing as well, the best rates. If only on the you had CarPlay. There you go. Yeah, but I do have an app, uh, the app on my phone, but I'd have to stop by the side of the road to look at it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, cool. that's it. Wilson parking app. If you if you if you're driving around looking for parking, this can take a lot of the frustration out of that little exercise. Very good. Check it out. The details of the Wilson parking app at techguide.com.au. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Wonderful to have your company for episode 477 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Stephen, uh, we shall do it again next week after your little holiday Certainly on will. the Goldie. Thanks for fitting me in before I went away. Thank thanks you for, very Thanks much. for fitting me in to whatever the hell time <laughs> I decided to come. Good on you, mate. It was a lot earlier than I thought. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Uh, have a great break. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.